0: Sometimes when we just be chopping it up before we get started, <laughs> so I just be like, hey, I will catch all the candid moments. But yeah, that was that was good. I said, nah, man, we you can't, nah, stay right there. I said we gonna still work together, but you know he can stay over there and I can stay over here. <laughs> My manager, I went, that's so funny. She said you said the same thing. That's hilarious. Oh man, oh man, so all righty so what we're gonna do is uh dive right in and what i'll um just do is intro you and then we just kind of rock and roll from there um so um want to say first of all hello to all of our listeners of course this is the understanding a man podcast and uh, of course i I have been blessed to be able to have some guests on that are able to bring some things to you from we do we do come from a male perspective over here. Un, un, uh, unshamely. Um and so um those of you who missed the last episode I was speaking with Mr. Justin Miller. We're gonna have a part two of that as well. Attorney Justin Miller just kinda dropping some nuggets for you guys. Uh so go if you haven't had a chance to listen to that one, go back and listen to the, that one. Um, and I'm I, i'm blessed today to have this conversation with this individual. And let me tell you something. So, last week when I was telling you, you know, me and Justin knew each other like about what, like a decade, right? Okay. So, I've known this man seven days. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, like eight days, like what, like nine days. All right. Um, actually met him last Friday and, um, just after speaking with him, and you guys are going to hear in a minute, uh, just the, the blessing that he is and what he's doing, shaking and moving out here. Um, and so we're going to dive right in. I want him to introduce himself, but I want to say that I met him last week. Um, the two episodes, I think the episode before, two episodes beforehand, you, you guys remember I spoke with uh, Miss Kiana Howell about uh, the the King's retreat. It was a men's retreat that uh, she was hosting in uh, Hiawassee, Georgia. It was a nice little cottage. Um, we, you know, we, we ate good. I gained like five pounds last weekend easily. I know I'm not alone, Marvin. Um, but, Um, You know, but we had an opportunity of just just not only the guests um, that were there, but then also even the speakers as well. I, I, uh, you know, I went to speak and I ended up getting spoken to. Okay, that's what happened with me. So that was my testimony from last week. Amazing! And um, can't wait to uh, have the round two kings retreat, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But um, this this gentleman spoke the first night that that Friday evening, and his story is just uh, amazing. And um, and so I'm just going to allow him to just come on the stage and just share um, just who you are, sir, because uh, I I I, I want to get to your story. I want to get want to get this story. Okay, so um without further ado i want to introduce some and present to others uh mr marvin cotton uh met him last week like i said well like we nine days brothers <laughs> so we've been, we, we been brothers for nine days we known each other nine days right uh so marvin what's going on man
1: um man this is an honor to be on your show uh, like you told your listeners and your watchers that we've only known each other a little over a week yeah, uh, man. But, but but we clicked that first night. The Kings, Absolutely. the Kings uh, retreat, um, the men's retreat. It was it was actually beautiful. I was there to be a speaker, but right. like you said, I was spoken to as well on every right. day that we were there right. because there were just some powerful testimonies, some powerful speakers, and right. um, and those that just came to you know be healed actually had did some healing themselves. Right. Um. Right. As you said, my name Marvin Cotton Jr. Um, and, and, and my testimony, I did 19 years, seven months and 12 days in prison for a crime that I didn't commit. Mm. So I've been out since October 1st, 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been out a little over a year, like 13 months and a couple of weeks. Let's and,
0: let's read um, let's, the I just don't want that to just fly by. So just to make sure in case somebody didn't hear what you just said, cause it was a, you know, you just can't like change the state. They, it's the cut. Let's take a moment. Okay. So, sir, you're saying that you
1: were locked up for how long, you said? 19 years, seven months, 12 days, a little under 20 years. I was exonerated under,
0: and exonerated. Yeah, I was exonerated. Meant, about it. So, so, ladies and gentlemen, those, I know y'all are smart out there, but I want to make sure I highlight. that means they set him free because he should have never been in there. OK, I want to be very clear with that. Nineteen years, seven months, the, 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 the days. I don't want to be disrespectful, Marvin, but that 19 years and what would you say?
1: Seven months, 12 days,
0: seven months, 12 days. <sighs> and you stand before us today, sir.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely standing. Um, you know, like I said, I've been exonerated for a little over a year now. Um, I got out and, you know, what happened to me, I don't want to happen to anyone. Right. Um, the exoneration part, if you're innocent, I absolutely want that part for you. But, right. um, you know, what I went through through the criminal justice system, I never want any man or woman um, right. to go through that. So I'm out here being an advocate um, and an activist um, right. you know, to, to help reform and reshape and rebuild the j- criminal justice system.
0: Man, I'm sitting here looking at your your back. You got the dope background, dude. Cause you got Malcolm on the left, you know what I'm saying? And then you got Martin on the right. And really? And then you're like sitting there in the middle. Oh, I didn't even see. I didn't even know. I was like, like, then your face is in the middle, but then you really are in the middle. Yo, yo, y'all gotta ch- check the YouTube of what just happened when you moved to the side. Cause I was just like, yo, he kind of represents and I I okay, so let's go here, right? So cause being yeah, those, in that situation those are my
1: birthday those are my birthday gifts right there those paintings are actually dope. pretty huge
0: yeah they dope man they Thank are dope
1: you. i i like that
0: man and uh, so g- give me that for a second right give me you malcolm in 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 during these 19 years and i i'm, I'm going to say like the you know we looked at it just from two sides the the rough side of just like you know how you felt uh, or, or whatever case it be and, and 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 your thought process that kept you um that that kept your you, I, I I what's the word I can even use that just kept kept you as a as a man still standing. Right uh, on one aspect, right, and in the other aspect, if we look at the Martin. Uh, what's the spiritual, the softer side of you that kept you going? You see what I'm saying? Because there's two, there's two engines. You wasn't just soft through this process, and you wasn't just hard through this process, right? So give me both sides of what that looked like. Your Malcolm and Martin as you walk down this path. I like that.
1: Okay, go ahead. <laughs> that, that, that's, a beautiful, that's a beautiful question. I, I don't. I think that's a new question. You know, I, I've done right. a lot of podcast shows. I've done radio news right. interviews. And I think that that right there is an original question right there.
0: I mean, it just look, I see the paintings. I'm like, yo, and then I'm like, yo, it would be dope <laughs> if you were in the middle. Then you move to the side and you were in the middle. So like you got both sides of this. Like, how did you walk this, 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 this journey? Uh,
1: you know, you know, to go through something that's so tough, you know, so hard, so difficult, um, y- you have to have a spiritual foundation. It's no way that you can carry the weight of being in prison for something that you didn't do. And, and, and just for your listeners to know, Mm -hmm. um, I was sentenced to natural life in prison. Mm -hmm. You know, they intended for me to never get out of prison. I was convicted of first degree murder and felony firearms. So their intention was for me to never be released from prison. So Mm -hmm. I carried that weight around for nearly 20 years. So if you don't have a spiritual foundation, you can't travel that type of journey right. without that spiritual aspect. Right. And anytime you have spirituality, your spirituality has to be founded on truth. Right. The more truth you put into yourself, the more truth you consume, the more energy you have to actually fight that which is not real. Um, oh, you know, I had on. to go to war with the falsehood that had me in prison, so I had to consume truth in order to combat that. Okay. Um, you know so the, the the consuming of the truth would be the spiritual or the softer side but right. going to war with it um that was malcolm all day right, so, right.
0: <laughs> yeah, No, that's what i'm saying like yeah. I, I know that had to be in there you can't just lay down on something like clearly you didn't lay down
1: so right um you know i, I went through um I, I filed 22 appeals i was denied Ooh. 21 times mm. um and, and 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 appeals isn't something that happens fast you know I okay. think the longer that I've waited on a decision maybe um two years and some maybe six months and okay. some maybe a year some maybe several months so um you know when you're preparing to file something into the courts, you know that's a that's a huge strain on yourself right and then when you actually um you know file it and you're waiting on a decision, the stress mm-hmm. of that is enough to break you
0: mm. Mm. And, and so so, so yeah, just stay, stay, stay right there. Of how how did you walk through that? Was it the spiritual side of you? Was it like maybe a hardcore side? You had to do a hundred pushups a day. You know what I'm saying? Like what? And I mean that for real. Because sometimes people just work out or exercise inside of it. They say, I mean, I'm just saying that 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 was
1: uh stereotypical. So be it. Right. I'm just you, you say a hundred pushups a day, brother. We was doing a hundred pushups a set. 13, <laughs> okay. 13 13 sets of 100 like like <laughs> for real for real <laughs> okay okay but 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 there are extreme workouts in prison in order to keep the balance it's a lot of things right. you don't have um that's natural um, to a man to have so you have to go and, and incorporate extreme practices in your daily routine in order to keep the balance so mm-hmm. working out hard was one of them uh reading and consuming a lot of books and, and, and learning as much as i can learn was another so those were my like my two tools okay um, i studied all the time and i worked out all the time
0: the the portions that you were just talking about that appeal portion for a second just if you had to not only give some level of encouragement, but then also just there were some things you were talking about with that, I mean, because you you started a nonprofit organization, right?
1: Well, it's a LLC. LLC okay so
0: you have an organization talk talk about the organization that you have before I go into that next week about the organization you have and what do you do you know how many people are a part of it because ladies and gentlemen you talk about taking uh lemons and making it lemonade and I don't even want to use the word lemons is even disrespectful to use. is just even an analogy But just honestly taking the challenge that that God placed him in interesting my bishop talked about that that today of sometimes God places you in situations and so, you know, this situation, you were placed in, OK, and for you to come out and then do something from a community perspective. So talk about just the organization that you have and, and what, what you're doing out here.
1: Uh, one of the things that I've that, that I seen, it, it really crashed into me as soon as I was released, like day one, um, I noticed the, the poor conditions that the community was in. For 20 years have passed and I'm, I'm, I'm going off into the same communities that I left, but mm-hmm. I can see the difference. It looked like it's a war zone. A lot of the okay. communities that have um, depreciated um, and, and are dilapidated. So right. I immediately wanted to do something like day one. I'm thinking about what can I do? How can I help? How can I be a part of the solution um, 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 to the things that I'm seeing? So I started my own business called Better Not Broken. I figured I went into prison. I came out better than I was before I went in. I didn't come out broken. I came out better. And I wanted my community to reflect the same thing. I don't want my community to look broken. I want my community to look better. So I use my platform to motivational speak and community organize. Um, I like to connect with other organizations and partner as much as possible so that I can um, um, help bring. Uh, you know additional resources and 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 other organizations that have right. a, a long standings in the community that actually give free services or whatever services they can offer to the community so right. i try to bring everybody together as often as possible
0: man that's awesome dude that's that and you so you have how many people did you say that's a part of this organization
1: well i partner with a lot of people okay um, uh, but but it's, it's it's my business, but I partner with a lot of people. OK. And I'm also a part of the National Organization of Exonerees, which is. That's, a, that, and that's where I was going with it. Yeah, that's what I was about to ask you about. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, Absolutely. Well, you know, um, um, I helped found that organization uh-huh. um, and everybody that's a part of that organization has been exonerated. They served right. time in prison for crimes that they didn't commit, mm. most of which um, was um, released because of the prosecutor reopened our cases, reinvestigated okay. our cases, and and took that to the courts. So myself right. personally, after all of the appeals that I filed and that were denied, the prosecutor office actually reopened my case okay. and reinvestigated it. And then when they found um, uh, sufficient evidence that I was innocent and was not supposed to be in there, they took that to a judge, and the judge released me, like so, two hours a little.
0: <laughs> like, so let, let me get this straight. I want to make sure I follow you. You filed 22 appeals. 21 of them were dismissed. And number 22 pretty much went down because the prosecutor decided to open up the case. Yes. Open back up, because they make the decision to open the cases
1: back up, right? Yes. Um, it's, you know, um, it, it's starting to hopefully spread faster throughout the nation. Um, it's called the Conviction Integrity Unit. So you have okay. prosecutors just opening up uh, specialized units within a office that acts kind of independent from the prosecutor office, and they review... Okay. Past cases to look for errors. Really? Um, they, yes, they look for police corruption. They look for prosecutorial misconduct. They look for evidence that was hidden. They look for. They 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 really go through the entire case, and they turn over every stone. And they have the resources to do so. Okay. Um, and, and fortunately, my case was, my case was one of the ones that they accepted. It took them two and okay. a half years um, to reinvestigate my case because it was so complex and and difficult. Um, but at the end, the end resort have me sitting right here before you today.
0: So you're saying that these exist in it all, you know, just across the country or whatever. Um, not, I've never heard this all.
1: before. It's it's about uh, there, there's a growing number. In Michigan, we have like three or four, um, mm-hmm. uh, but but we have 83 prosecutor offices. So clearly, we have a lot of work to do. Right. Um, there's there's only about a hundred of them that exist throughout the country, but there's mm-hmm. thousands of prosecutor offices throughout the country. Um, so what we do in the National Organization of Exonerees, we travel around the country, we travel around Michigan, and mm-hmm. we try to convince prosecutors to open up these specialized units in their okay. office to okay. review cases.
0: Okay. That's good, man. That's good. So so staying on that same space right there for those that might be listening that are there, they either, you know, they don't know what the process is or maybe they feel like, you know, you know, uh, just I'm just asking you for a level of guidance for those that might be in this situation, for those that are currently incarcerated, um, and uh, and even maybe if you even have feedback for their family of how they can help support this. So if we had to wrap our arms around somebody who's in the situation, what would you say to them?
1: Um, you know, to the family members, um, you know, that watch a show and have somebody that, that they're supporting inside, um, you know, contact your, pro- your local prosecutors. Ask them if they have a conviction integrity unit within their office. Tell them that you're a citizen, you're a taxpayer citizen, you vote, and, and you desire for them to have one of these specialized units in their office. Let them okay. know that it's important. Um, there's innocent people that's locked up. You believe that your loved one um, um, may be one of those innocent people and you want their case looked into. Um, okay. You use Michigan as an example, Wayne County um, Conviction Integrity Unit, use the state of Michigan has a um integrity okay, unit that's out good. of the attorney general's office. Look at some of these as examples and point your prosecutors and your your local officials in this direction and say, "Listen, we want to do what they're doing."
0: Okay, we want to do good. what they're doing. That's good. That's good. Man, that's okay. So that's for the okay. And so, what about for the person that's? So that's for the family. What about for the person that's that that that's a current? The, he's the current. He or she is the current victim.
1: Right. If, you, if you're in prison and, and, you, and, and you're innocent, you need to go on a, a letter writing campaign. You have to write the Innocence Project. You have to write these different um, um, innocent groups that specialize in fighting to get innocent people out of prison. You have to reach out. You have to go on a letter writing campaign. You have to write investigative journalists Um, You have to you have to keep your family motivated and your friends motivated to stay in the fight with you, because when you have that outside support, it actually puts you in a a better position, right? Puts you in a better position. You have to have people that believe in you. Sometimes you might only have one person that believe in you, but that Mm. one person you and that one person can go to war because that one person gonna have to reach out to people for you. See if you can get an organization to actually um, um, grab hold to your case because they have resources. They have resources that you don't have. They can mm-hmm. find information that you can't find from inside a jail cell. Okay. They can go talk to people that you can't talk to from inside a jail cell.
0: And how would they find, how would that person find out those resources? I know you just said the one about the investigative. Okay, so so how would it, how would they find local organizations or something like that? What would they type in google whatever how what would they do
1: google um innocent project innocent groups um, okay. um pri- prisoner said, advocate yeah. groups innocent okay. advocate groups um you just hit google and it should be a list of names that pop up and then put your state in there whatever state you're from if you're from right. georgia um put innocent innocent groups in georgia right and see what pop up i believe georgia has some pretty um um, some pretty solid groups. Usually, where you have the death penalty, you usually have some pretty solid innocent groups there.
0: Right. Okay. That's a good. That's a good. Uh. Okay. All right. Uh. So I. I. One of the things we were talking about this past weekend at the retreat. First of all, you know, at the retreat, at the well, h- how'd you feel about it, man? I mean, oh
1: man, it, it, it was it was beautiful. <laughs> it was it, it it was it was definitely healing. You gave some some great information about uh, relationships. Yeah. Um, Thank you know, when, when you got to the end of it, I'm like, hold up, this guy sound like he does this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a
0: every now and then, but the Holy Spirit coming on down. But go ahead though.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was beautiful, man. The the, the environment, you know, right. environment is so important when you're trying to do work on yourself. Right, and if for people that don't know, we were in the hills of um Georgia. We were in the yeah. north. We were in the hills, and I'm talking about that's
0: that's the that's the best word to use. We was in the hills.
1: Absolutely. It 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 was no street lights. Winding it, 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 roads,
0: driving up there gave the anxiety of my life. I was like, I prayed. Me and God got real close on Friday and Sunday when I went back. Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> well when you when you're trying to when you're trying to do things in your life to make decisions in your life, you know, right. it's just like going up those winding roads. That's
0: really that's a great analogy. It's kind of like, yeah, you're gonna get this knowledge, but you know, even God was like, Yeah, you're gonna work for this knowledge that Absolutely. you to get whatever. And really going back was nothing like coming because it was kind of like, I'm still on the high of just everything that we talked about. And I think it's it's definitely good. And I think that this kind of goes with um, the topic at hand, whether it's this challenge um, that you, that, you know, you need to, you have to walk the journey of being exonerated (laughs) yourself or whether it's another challenge at the end of the day, particularly for men. Right. I think that it's very important uh, that we start looking deeper into having more men's retreats, more um, 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 personal development moments for men y'all know we could and i I love them we can women's empowerment all day and it'd be like a thousand women in the room right you know what i'm saying but you know men it comes us we kind of we're a little rigid there and we don't have all the answers and some of that stress is the reason why that it's it, it 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 manifests itself differently into our bodies here's a man right here that um you know you're talking about almost 20 years that he had to keep his head in the game have a malcolm side have a, a martin side um and walk his journey and then he has the nerve to get out and want to reach back and help other people in the same situation i mean that's that's if, if if y'all don't know how god works i mean and then he was chosen for that right so you know how they say like if you take your problems and put them in a pile you'll go back and pick up your own but let me tell you something take marvin's problem and my problems and put them in a pile i'm gonna go grab my problems quickly because i'm structured for my problem but marvin you were structured for this and to have you just turn around and have the nerd to want to be out here and helping people man that's that's amazing sir i definitely commend you for that uh yeah. you gotta that's like an extra wing in heaven for people like you <laughs> for real man i mean so so the, real quickly uh before we wrap up uh talk about you know just even so what other than that I know you do speaking engagements and stuff like that what are there any projects you're working on right now? where you at in these streets
1: um somebody just called me today they want to partner and 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 do uh uh put together a kwanzaa event an event for kwanzaa um it's kind of short notice however um it it may be possible to put together you know i, I do a lot of i speak at a lot of universities um okay the last couple of weeks, I've spoken at Notre Dame University, um, okay. Michigan, Michigan State University. OK. Um, and and next week, I may be traveling to Missouri. A case that we was working on, Kevin Strickland case has been national news over the last okay. week. Um, he did 42 years, 43 years in prison for a crime he didn't commit. Right. And, I saw that. you know, he had a very hard fight, but they just right. let him out the other day. Right. So he's free. Um, when I saw you last he was still locked up. Really? So, yeah, I so, saw uh, it
0: on. Uh, I saw that on social media. It was like the video of him with the lady, and just you know, he's happy to be out. And I think somebody's already raised some some major funds for him already. So absolutely. I know he's already been blessed. Um, yeah, yeah, he's um, raised
1: nearly I mean, a million, million dollars, which he deserves. Every that's blessing. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what. Yeah, I thought absolutely. It was a million. Absolutely. And that was donated
0: um, to him. That was donated to him from somebody, or that came. From I believe State that was a
1: Go, a GoFundMe. A GoFundMe that's was set was. up and 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 he raised a significant amount pretty quickly hopefully he raised even more he, he deserves it in missouri if you're um exonerated if you're not exonerated due to dna evidence you you get zero compensation wow. zero compensation um and you know wow. we've been advocating on his behalf for for several months now we went down there we did rallies in missouri um, um you know we did we so did you've been going on about
0: this case for a minute I I oh, yeah. just got put in the loop uh, like Wednesday or something. Oh, oh,
1: oh absolutely. We 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 um we we drew a lot of significant attention to the case. We nice. got uh, uh Cori Bush uh represent uh represent US representative Corey Bush. She actually came to one of our rallies and spoke um um in, in 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 Missouri. Um we've been to St. Louis, we've been to Kansas City and like okay. I said we may travel down there next week just to give them one of our national organization of Exander shirts so man. um yeah we we, Yo, we stay that's on nice, the
0: move man that, that's what's up that's and then for it really to have happened and then it, it, the great thing is and even talks about this in the bible as well like you know once you strengthen yourself you know you turn around and you go sh- strengthen your brother as well i think it's in absolutely the line thing is in like luke or something like luke or matthew i don't know but it's in there um and you're to, to see you walking in that is absolutely i mean it's That's good stuff, sir. Um, And uh, so here's the thing. As as we wrap up real quick, um, is there anything that um, that you wish to share? Um, Just again, earlier when I was asking you about the Malcolm side and the Martin side or whatever, and just, you know, where you are today. I just I I think you kind of answered it a little bit, but I want to I want to just tap that just as we roll out of man, what kept you going all those years?
1: Um, You know, one of my predominant thoughts, of course, you know, I have a daughter. She's 23 years old. And, you know, I didn't want to die in prison, uh, you know, and spending most of my daughter's life in there. Right. You know, I I, I didn't want to die without her having better memories of her father. Mm -hmm. Um, And and I didn't want to die in prison, not having a legacy that outlives me. Mm-hmm. um so i fought real hard because you know I, I wanted to put some work in out here i didn't want to mm-hmm. die in there i wanted to come out here and put some work in um that will actually outlive um this physical body right so that that kept that kept me going you know that was right. like a that was kind of huge to me man okay and how old is your daughter she's
0: 23 Okay, rocking and rolling out there. I know. I know Absolutely. you was saying some, one, or two of the things
1: that she's doing. Okay, yeah, yeah. She's college grad, um, um entrepreneur. She Come just on. started, just started her second business a couple of weeks ago. Um, so she's out here doing her thing, shining. Okay,
0: okay. And uh, how was Thanksgiving for you, sir?
1: Oh, it was beautiful, laid back. Uh, spent okay. it with family, friends.
0: Okay, all right. Well, listen, um, I, I. I yeah, I, I, this was one of the ones where I, I probably should have gone live to have have people call in. <laughs> but because uh, I know there's probably some questions or whatever, but anything else that you want to share? And then uh, if you could just let people know how how can they follow you? How can they get in touch with you if they have any questions about what they're going through? Um, If you just want to share, you know, how can people get at you?
1: Um, um I have a website, www.betternotbrokenllc.org. Um, You can, you know, stay up on everything that I have going on there. Uh, Facebook is my name, Marvin Cotton Jr. And Instagram, uh, the underscore real underscore FMC. So you can follow me and check out anything that I have going on, get updates on stuff beforehand, as well as um, find out what's going on in real time. Hey, you know what? I'm sorry.
0: Just, since this is my show, I can do this. So I, this is one of those, okay, let me just bring it back real quick, right? So this might ha- actually have to be a part two, right? So here's the thing. So n- let's just go here, Like For the ladies that might be watching, paying attention, okay? We don't know if Marvin is available or whatever, but I mean, Mar- let's just go here. Marvin, wh- hey, how's the love life been?